Gossip at the Corpse Cart contains graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. This month's gossip at the corpse card. What's wrong with G- me? I A- think CC corpse gossip at the corpse card. Corpse card. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm having a stroke. Big time. I'm just. I don't know what's wrong with you. I'm hammered. Hammer. Is what's wrong with me? Gossip <laughs> at the corpse. Gossip at the corpse card. Corpse card. Woohoo. <laughs> Yeah, we recorded an episode before this, and Kenyans had a few white Russians, and it's incredible. I'm turned up as a Russian grave digger right now. I don't <laughs> so know why. Turned. It's a casual Thursday. It's a casual mm-hmm. Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So, gossip at the corpse cart. This is where the wine and crime gals discuss some a little more topical. You know, recent headlines and random shit, random shit, coven confessions, things that you may have heard about on your Facebook feed. We're going to dive right in. And I'm Lucy. Oh, I'm Kenyon. And I'm Amanda. All right. Now that we have that I'm the turned up one. Kenyon's Mm. the turned one. Put your (laughs) pinky finger to the moon. moon. (laughs) What y'all trying to do? You were so trash texting us last, that night. She oh texted us in separate text messages, individual <laughs> lyrics <laughs> Did of I that really? song. Oh, yeah. yeah. It Over the course of like an chat? hour. Yes. And then you were like, I'm going to go update the website. We were like, do no. not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You were updating the website. We had to physically... Over the internet, stop you. <laughs> I may Actually, have texted Zach. Told him to take your power right cord. <laughs> it was I'm amazing. Liter- I'm literally going to update the website right now. No, oh, great, great. <laughs> okay, let's. I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn the website off and just put one of those technical difficulties <laughs> <Off>. like <laughs> photos on there. Okay, let's try to distract let's, her. Let's get going with some crazy recent headlines from Amanda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so first, I want to preface this by saying there were a handful of things that were sent to me a ton, but that I did not include, including. Our new hero, the guy who lit a joint in court at his hearing about marijuana possession. Yes. <laughs> what are you saint. talking about? <sighs> exactly. <laughs> a certain Florida discovery that I know Lucy is covering, so I oh, won't yeah. say anymore. And the Japanese cruise where the coronavirus broke out. Oh, shit. Yes. So, like, I'm sorry I didn't include these, but thank you for sending them to me. They are incredible events. But... I felt that I identified with a few other headlines even more. So we're going to start with one that was submitted by Allison Huish. 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 (laughs) And quick anecdote. This spoke to me because when Bill and I were in Florida a couple weekends ago, which at the time we recorded this was a couple weekends ago, we went to a little beachfront restaurant that was horrible. 
um, to get breakfast. That we've been to before, which is fantastic. That one was amazing. This is a different place. The Gator just, Bites oh. just, place? Just to get breakfast. I love Logan's. That place is amazing, and the Gator Bites are flawless. Um, but I had to poop really bad, so I got up, and I went to the bathroom, and I came back, and I could just tell that, like, something had happened. We were sitting out on the patio <laughs> overlooking the water, and I sit down, and Bill turns to me, and he's like, you're not going to believe what you missed. And I was like, what? <gasps> and he says, a woman on a rascal scooter <gasps> came, like, full speed into the patio, hit a table that had, like, <gasps> six people seated at it, flipped the table entirely <gasps> over, and launched their food and drinks up into the <gasps> air and then on the ground. What? Did yeah. she scoot was away? She, she, okay? she lost control. Everyone was fine, all, although oh. wet and sticky. Oh my <gasps> god. Yep. I'm so, when so I saw, upset that you missed that. Me too. It's we literally did two highs and a low for our trip, which is a thing we adopted from Lucy and her family. Yeah. And yep. my only low was that I missed that. Yeah. I was so upset. I talked Fair about enough. it for like four days. Anyway, so I missed that moment. But then when I saw this headline from uh. Allison, I had to pick it. So the headline is as follows. <clears throat> Woman on electric wheelchair forces closure of I-15 near Sandy, Utah. Uh-oh. The Utah oh. Highway Patrol closed a stretch of I-15 in the Salt Lake Valley Tuesday after a woman got on the freeway with an electric scooter-style wheelchair. We oh, can't go that no. fast. No. I've it maxes out at Uber maybe driver. 12 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. In Florida. Mm-hmm. According to Sergeant Nick Street with the Utah Highway Patrol, the Street. woman was spotted <laughs> on the freeway His name near is Street. It is good, good catch. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> spotted on the freeway near 9100 South after a little after 1 p.m. Troopers closed the entire freeway for a short time, then opened two lanes so cars could pass pass through the area. Sergeant Street said the woman is <laughs> undergoing a mental and psychiatric evaluation because that's kind of a hard accident to make. Yeah. He said she will most likely be, quote, pink-sheeted and not allowed to use any motorized vehicle because she could pose a danger to herself or others. Including so I guess a car or just it, a scooter? It looks like any kind of motorized vehicle she oh, won't be able to drive anymore. That might right. affect her, like, <laughs> life. Income. If yeah, I mean, but it wouldn't it affect your life more to drive onto a freeway in your yeah. rascal scooter and potentially get killed and cause a horrible accident? I'd probably take this person's, you know, driving agency away too if I could. It's yeah, pretty bad. It's more dangerous. We need to like, regulate older people driving. We just do. Oh my god! <laughs> when you turn sixty-five, <laughs> you should have to take a road test every year. Yeah, seriously. Like, sorry about it. My so, grandpa yeah. drove until he was like 88 and I I was the one talking to my mom and her siblings mm -hmm. being like the man can't tie his shoelaces. Yeah, it's He not, should not be driving his Cadillac no. around. And the Cadillac can really take out a lot of It's a boat. Yeah, and that's a you could drive a boat show through there. Yeah. So thank you Allison for bringing me back to that beautiful moment I had in Florida. This next relatable headline comes from Catherine McKay, and I feel like this is my future. Fight over shrimp in Pittsburgh lands two women in jail. 
I get it. I think I, I know totally these women. Get it. It's Canyon and Amanda. I think, I think yeah, we I are these say, women. Is it me and Lucy with Amanda mm-hmm. filming? Probably. I don't like shrimp that much. Kenyon loves shrimp. You do, I and do. I really love shrimp, too. Mm-hmm. Two women were hurt while fighting over a bag of shrimp inside a <laughs> Pittsburgh home, police said. They were charged with aggravated assault after the fracas. <laughs> Nandine Bell, 46 years old of Pittsburgh, told police she was buying a bag of shrimp, scrimps, from, from Pamela Freshly, 55, of Swissvale at about 12.34 p.m. January 15th at a home on Cedar Avenue in the city's Allegheny neighborhood, according to a criminal complaint. Alligator I really like that someone went to someone else's house <laughs> to buy a bag of shrimp. Oh, it's so, oh my God. There's a lot going on here. Good point. In Alligator Town, wherever. Allegheny, but yes. The women started arguing and freshly took the bag of shrimp back and walked away. Belle tried to get the shrimp back and freshly pulled out a pair of scissors, according to the complaint. Belle grabbed a stick and started hitting freshly, Belle told police. According to the complaint, at some point, freshly cut Belle in the face with the scissors. Freshly also spit on Belle and yelled about wanting to stab Belle in the eye. <laughs> mm-hmm. Freshly told police Belle came after her with a stick after the shrimp sale and freshly cut Belle in the face to get her to stop using the stick. Oh, God, I just burped. She said she was defending herself when she stabbed Belle. A friend of Belle's witnessed the fight and talked to police. Belle was treated at Allegheny General Hospital for her cut to her face, and Freshly was taken to UPMC Mercy Hospital to have her arm evaluated. I don't know what was going on with no. her arm. But I hope it's okay. Oh, it's the first well. mention of an arm. <laughs> right? <laughs> Both women were charged with aggravated assault, a felony, and taken to Allegheny County Jail. Freshly's bail was set at $20,000. And Bell's was set at $5,000. So don't... If you're going to reach for a weapon, your bail's going to be less if you reach for a stick and not a pair of scissors and stab someone in the face. Interesting. I wonder if there's a list somewhere. Probably. Well, the real lesson should be just get your shrimp from the fucking the grocery store. store. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. It's not worth the savings if you have to fight for it. No. Get a Costco membership. Mm-hmm. Both remain in jail awaiting uh, their preliminary hearing on charges, and neither woman had an attorney listed in court dockets. So we're wishing mm-hmm. them the best. I mm-hmm. hope they're representing themselves. They are clearly ready. <laughs> Please be on Judge Judy. Please take on the be on Judge Judy. They both yep. sound pretty shellfish, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> shellfish. <laughs> so shellfish of them. Nicely done. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when Kenyon's wasted and I can make the worst joke ever. And she just she loses just her screams. shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh I've god, had okay. Two You'll like this white one, Russians. Kenyan. I'm hammered. You'll like this one a lot. Okay. So this was submitted by McKenna Hannigan and Allison Redosevich. Not Hannigan. Not Hannigan. Uh. <laughs> this comes out of the UK, which we always love something coming out of the UK. Man who robbed bank wearing pillowcase without eye holes arrested after (laughs) fleeing very slowly then stopping to pet a dog, court hears. Shut the fuck up. Matthew Davies forced to remove disguise after being left unable to see. (laughs) 
A bank robber who wore a pillowcase with no eye holes as a disguise was arrested after fleeing very slowly, then stopping to pet a dog, a court has been told. Matthew Davies, 47, robbed a bank of Scotland branch in Dunfermline, Dunfermline, Scotland, armed with a meat cleaver. He pulled his weapon out of a pillowcase before putting the bedding over his face in an attempt (laughs) to conceal his identity. Wait. But during a hearing at the high court in Glasgow, (laughs) he walked in with no face covering. Correct. Carrying the pillowcase with a meat cleaver in it. Concealed in a pillowcase. Pulled out a meat cleaver, then put the pillowcase over his head. It wasn't well executed is what you're saying. I would argue it was beautifully executed. Also, (laughs) if in fairness, if that was a Brooklinen pillowcase, I wouldn't be cutting any holes in it either. Oh, exactly. I'm not wasting a pillowcase like that. No I'd rather roll the dice. Mm Mm-hmm. During a hearing at the high court in Glasgow, the fo- the robber was forced to remove his makeshift mask because he couldn't see. Prosecutor Stuart Ronnie said, quote, this was due to a failure to create eye holes. <laughs> <laughs> Despite his botched plan, Davies escaped with almost 2,000 pounds before momentarily stopping to pet a dog. Yeah. He is now so in custody good. after pleading guilty to a charge of assault and robbery. Davies of Dunfermline will be sentenced next month. During the raid, he told the cashier, quote, give me the money. I am fucking warning you. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Davies was handed Watch three. Out. Yeah. Davies was handed 300 pounds, but he demanded more and pointed towards a female customer, say, customer saying, I don't want to fucking hurt her. The scariest pillowcase man I've ever heard of. After mm-hmm. banging on the glass repeatedly with the cleaver, he grabbed 1,980 pounds and left. But a man going into the bank decided to tail the robber as he escaped, following him to the street where he stayed. Mr. Ronnie said, quote, Davies was described as walking slowly, even stopping to pat a dog. <laughs> Police found oh, cash, amazing. a pillowcase, and a stun gun in Davies' house. The robber also pleaded guilty to possessing the stun gun. The pillowcase was described as, quote, consistent with what he put over his head. I really get it because I would not cut holes in a pillowcase. No. Nope. And I would stop to pet a dog. I get yeah. it. But then like. Oh, yeah, I get it. Don't use a pillowcase. Right. Yeah, exactly. There are use other a, options. Use a pair of like nylons or whatever. Yeah. I would use like a ski mask. Yep. Yeah. Duck tape. Duct tape. Exactly. Um, I love this next one too. And I feel like this one really speaks to Lucy in particular. So thank you, Abby P. Not, no, not (laughs) nothing to do with a cat, but I, you'll love it when you see the photo too. Um, Arizona driver's HOV, which is high occupancy vehicle lane passenger was a skeleton in a hat. (laughs) Yes. Totally. Oh my God. This comes out of She's Toronto. She's skinny, Amanda, not deaf. <laughs> not deaf. Sorry, this this news article comes out of Toronto, but this happened in Arizona. A driver in Arizona was nabbed by authorities after they tried to pass off a skeleton in a bucket hat as a passenger a in order to use the carpool the lane. And yes, there is a the photo on the off. drive. Oh. So there's a photo on the drive slash blog. It's a literal skeleton in a like a Halloween decoration in a bucket hat bungee corded oh to the seat 
and supported by a cooler. It looks it's like wrapped like mummy and cobwebs. Yeah. It's like a Halloween they didn't put decoration. A shirt on it. it is a literal Halloween decoration <laughs> with a camouflage bucket hat. They didn't put a shirt on it. It looks like a fucking Pirates of the Caribbean extra. It's amazing. Honest, how did this person get caught for this? Well, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> Quote, think you can use the HOV lane with a Skeletor riding shotgun? You're dead wrong. The Arizona Police Department of Public Safety tweeted in January, followed by the hashtags, hashtag nice try, hashtag you're not He-Man, and hashtag Arizona Troopers. Oh, the God. driver, a 62-year-old man, is not the only culprit who has attempted to pass off objects as passengers in order to use carpool lanes. Washington state troopers pulled over a motorist who had a large cardboard cutout of President Donald Trump attached to the to the headrest in 2016. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And an Oakville, Oakville, Ontario man was stopped by provincial police for having a life-size doll dressed in a jacket and hat. It's a sex doll. Oh, just be real. Ick. In the passenger seat in order to use the carpool lane in 2011. I mean, you could do it in a way that wouldn't get you caught so fucking fast. I just, they made no attempt to disguise that as a person other than the hat. Even if you put a t-shirt on the Skeletor, you could probably get away with it. You might be able to. But, like, what are there cops just sitting making sure that there are actual living people in these cars? I mean, there are cops out on the road, and if they pull up behind you and think something's suspicious, then they could pull up next to you and be like, oh, yeah, that's a Halloween costume. I could see (laughs) other drivers also reporting it and being like pissy about it for sure. I love it. Big time. I'm into it. I also love it. So Mm -hmm. I knew you would like that. All right, this is our last headline, and then I'm going to read two amazing police blotters. This headline was submitted by Michaela Turner, and, um, you know, I'm just not going to say anything else. Here we go. Okay. Man tried to seduce undercover officer with chicken Alfredo. (gasps) And it not work? (laughs) It would work on me. And if you go to the drive, there is a photo of this man who just looks like a larger Brendan Dassey. Oh, oh that's who that is. Yeah. He's Does the he cop or exactly? the Alfredo? Huh? Is he the cop or the Alfredo? This is the Alfredo <laughs> offerer. Gotcha. This oh, is out of Austintown, Ohio. An Ashtabula County man who tried to seduce an underage victim with chicken Alfredo and Sprite will serve seven days in the county jail. So this was like a sting. Uh-oh. An Albert, underage victim and he only gets seven days? Yeah, I know. We'll, we'll see how this shakes out. So Alberta mm. Maruna, now 23, was arrested in Austin Town, uh, in an Austintown sex sting back in December. He thought he was talking to a 15-year-old boy online, but it was actually Chris Matthews. Just kidding. Yeah. It was actually an undercover Austintown police officer. Maruna arranged to meet the officer in Austintown. He planned to bring lubricant, Sprite, and <gasps> chicken Alfredo to the date, which t- that's my ideal what? date. That is my <laughs> ideal date. <laughs> That is but an offer I would never 18, refuse. But exactly, sure. I am an adult who can consent and thoroughly enjoy this lube and Alfredo and Sprite mm-hmm. date. And William, I, mean, if I know really you're listening. If you're really desperate, Alfredo can serve as lube. Mm. 
Oh, I wouldn't recommend it, but it is possible. <laughs> mm. That's got to be a kink for somebody. That's disgusting. Mm. I'm sorry so I even said it. He does. He was sentenced to 120 days of house arrest and has to register as a tier one sex offender. So he didn't mm-hmm. do much jail time, but he does have to register as a sex offender. And Good. I don't remember what all the tiers are, but I'm pretty sure that does not go it's away. bad. Yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I loved it. And next time I'm trying to get out of some sort of mm-hmm. sticky situation with the police, I'm going to offer chicken Alfredo and Sprite and lube. And see how it goes. Mm-hmm. And these two police blotters come out of our favorite state, Wisconsin, and were sent mm-hmm. in by Ashley Vermeersh, Vermeersh mm-hmm. and Kristen Bingaman. Bingo, man. Bingo, baby. <laughs> Okay, 2.50 p.m. Caller in Stanley Township says there is a loose cow. It is in deep snow. (laughs) 2.59 p.m. Officer advises it may belong to the sales barn. 3.14 p.m. Sales barn says it was sold to a man from Amory. The man was trying to get the cow into the trunk of his car, and it got away. No shit. It's a cow. Oh, you just wait. 3.32 p.m. Officer says the cow owner couldn't fit the 800-pound animal in the small car because there was a 400-pound car in the back seat and another cow in the trunk already. Three cows. He's attempting a third cow. Yep, he's attempting a third cow. What? 4.17 p.m. Sales barn will take possession of the cow for now. And blotter. This man does not deserve three cows. Three cows is a hell of a big responsibility. That's a dowry. uh, It is a dowry. (laughs) Maybe that's why. Uh, Yeah, exactly. He's dating a hottie. Wrangle three cows. (laughs) And this last one that I know has been circulating a lot on social media, and I just love this woman (laughs) so much. Okay. Waukesha police blotter, 1.12 p.m. Monday. A woman was performing a spiritual ritual on a dead opossum in the road at Springdale Road (laughs) and Blue Mound Road by throwing goldfish and windshield washer fluid, I believe goldfish the cracker, on the dead animal. (laughs) That's funny. I don't remember being there. Right. Well, this is the only reason I knew it wasn't you. It's my go-tos, but must have been someone else. It had to have been someone else literally because of this next line. She then pulled out a Green Bay Packers lawn chair and yelled, repent at the dead animal. (laughs) Oh, no. Police reported the animal was removed from the roadway and the rest has taken form in the history of online memes. The next time that we have a live show in Wisconsin, whenever that may be, this woman gets a free ticket and a plus one. Absolutely. The plus one will be the opossum. Yeah, get at us, girlfriend. I love this so much. And I want to know where you found a witchy spell that involves goldfish crackers and windshield washer fluid because that's gotta, a lot less expensive than the giant trunk of herbs that I have. You gotta, um, you know, uh, figure it out. Like, you know, yep. you gotta She's play crafty. it by ear. Yeah. Repent! You know, <laughs> I would encourage this woman to seek professional help. 
talk space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. And those are my headlines for Brava. this month. Thank you so much for Brava. your submissions. That's honestly, I think, the best segment you've ever done. That was a I good love batch. those police blotters so much. It was a really good batch. So as mm-hmm. always, I love seeing your local police blotter. I love getting just inundated with amazing headlines. It's like I laugh until I cry. So if you have some that you've stumbled upon, you want to send my way, just email whiningcrimepodcast at gmail.com with the uh, subject line, Amanda Gack. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Love it. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Also, for your Gack submissions, do not put the topic in the subject line. Yeah, we want to keep them... Secret, secret from each other and we all triage the same email box into separate yeah. folders so just, so like just put Amanda, Amanda Gack, Gack Kenyon Gack Lucy Gack yeah she's we're all gonna read them they will get read you don't need to put a catchy title it's just the three of us we mm. have no interns Derek is so, not real <laughs> yeah exactly so yeah keep it keep it secret so that we're really surprised keep it secret keep it safe Oh, right. So we have actually gotten a lot of submissions on this same theme for this next confession. No, no. Poo. Uh, You will soon see. So, quote, we, meaning this this submisser, (laughs) this person who submitted and their sister, we were both preteens, and in my defense, she had been antagonizing me for weeks, and I'd had enough. Sounds like being a younger sister. I've so been there. Mm-hmm. I had decided to call a truce and give her a face mask to make up for everything. But <laughs> I put hair removal cream in her <gasps> face mask. Oh, no! no. <laughs> Like Nair? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Yep. Who I decided has eyebrows? <laughs> <laughs> Not my sister. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Is that what happened? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I decided I'd get in too much trouble if I put it in her shampoo. Oh, my God. I'm so mad we didn't have this podcast in, like, 1997 when I was still Mm -hmm. living at home with my older sister because I've gotten Mm -hmm. so many good ideas on how to just torture a sibling. Oh, yeah. Oh, most of the Coven Confessions, just to remind everyone, Coven Confessions is supposed to be the worst thing you've ever done. Worst. (laughs) But most of what we get is like pee and poop stories, which are funny. I'm not going to take away from them. Or like things that you tortured your sibling with. Mm Mm-hmm. But I do so kind of want to hear the worst thing people have ever done, like the real nitty gritty stuff. So please uh, yeah. send us your emails. Okay. Anyway, back to this. So she, the sibling, started yelling about how it burned her face, but I yeah. told her it. <laughs> but I told her it was a tingly face mask. Rude. <laughs> it was the hyaluronic acid. So it was normal. 
When it was time to wash it off, she realized what I'd done straight away. She ran and told mum, but I shrugged it off like it was some weird allergic reaction. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) So mum couldn't punish me because she didn't know for sure that I'd done it. Uh Mm, I like that. That is like Mm -hmm. a more judicial parent, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The best part? Every time she said, look what she did to me, to someone, they would reply, what? She's a redhead. She's a redhead. So she had very fair eyebrows to begin with. No one even noticed. Oh, no. That is salt in the wound. I I don't see it. What? (laughs) What? What? I definitely gave her a complex because 10 years later, she won't leave the house without drawing eyebrows on. Oops. Oh, my God. God, You started like a trend. (laughs) I don't leave the house without (laughs) filling my eyebrows in anymore either. I know. I always (laughs) use my my boy brow like every day. That's that's an integral, integral, integral part of my routine. I'm drunk. Yep. I was blessed with perfect eyebrows, but I feel you. (laughs) (laughs) But I can imagine the pain you're going through. I have other bodily insecurities, but eyebrows are uh, not one of them. Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, next one. So... Please keep this anonymous because I have no idea if I could be arrested or not. Oh, I like how this is starting out. Mm -hmm. One year back in my teens, I cannot name the year as it would make it easier to track me down. Oh my gosh, is this a murder? It's so good. I was working on a science project with my friend. Let's call her Jessica. Uh Mm -hmm. Jessica and I had to come up with an experiment to present in front of my class. If we did good, then we moved on to regionals where a few regions compete against each other. Yes, we know what regionals are. (laughs) If you win, then you move on to nationals. Well, Jessica and I could not think of what we wanted to do, so a couple days before presenting, we made up a whole entire experiment. I feel you because in fourth grade, I made up an entire class project about armadillos in which I made up every possible fact about armadillos. Oh, the number of science projects I just made up the night before they were due. Remember when we, didn't you guys do this too when we had like a middle school science class where we had to do like a lunar cycle journal Mm -hmm. or something? Oh yeah. The night before. I made up the whole thing the night before. Oh, oh, no. Big time. My dad caught wind of what that assignment was, and he made me go outside every night and talk Ish. about the solar system. I am so glad my parents were not as involved. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, you should have done a project on armadillos because did you know that they eat rainbows? No one's going <laughs> to fact check that. <laughs> did you know that every armadillo has diabetes? their lifespan is 400 years it's crazy wow so okay we made fake waivers that fake people signed to participate in the experiment oh phenomenal 
We lied about the results and made a complete statistical analysis on the entire thing. Okay. What who's, I also love is that know? this is absolutely more work than if you had just mm-hmm. fucking done the project. Oh, for sure. It's the <laughs> that's the that's the best part is that it's two little nerdlets mm-hmm. who were like up against a wall and I'm gonna then like really rules, put in, in the more most effort, thorough and well researched way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's gonna get arrested for this. <laughs> <laughs> Despite us trying not to get caught and not move on to regionals. We fucking won. (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) To nationals, we went. Yay. (laughs) The worst part about the whole thing is that we carried on to present our project in front of tens of judges, esteemed (laughs) scientists in the medical community. No. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) They totally bought the whole thing. Oh, my God. Then, what should have been the best moment of our life at the award ceremony, we won bronze. No. (laughs) Were they published? Oh, God. (laughs) We looked at each other like, what the fuck? And shyly made our way to the stage to collect a real bronze medal (laughs) that we did not deserve. We also won a $1,000 scholarship each. Yes. It haunts me to this day sharing this story. I pray does not get us caught. Okay. I'm telling you right now, you cannot get arrested for this. <laughs> if they didn't, if they it. didn't like double check your research, that's on them. Yeah, I mean, look at the guy that made up all this shit about vaccines calling exactly. au- causing autism. He's like He's, in the Trump administration. Yep, you're fine. Is yeah. he actually? So I'm gonna need your name and yeah. your home address. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, you're fine, but also it's amazing. Okay, Mm -hmm. next confession. Quote, I've been listening to your podcast in a random order and only just listened to the Foreskin Forensics episode. Oh, nice. I found it hilarious and sad, but it also reminded me of a story that you may like. Oh, good. Back in 2006, I was a teenager and I had started dating my first serious boyfriend. I felt so cool because he was older and had a car and would pick me up for dates and days out. One Friday night after we'd seen a movie, we got back in his car and started to make out. Nice. I kind of miss making out. I do too. Don't you miss making out? I dreamt about making out with one of the guys from Below Deck, and this is the second time I've had a sexual dream about the cast of Below Deck. Mm. Yeah, you're really into Below Deck right now. I know, I'm out of episodes. So I'm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Ugh. So you're Jonesing. You're thirsty. I'm, I'm thirsty. Mm-hmm. Mama's thirsty. <laughs> Mama make, thirsty. Co- make Corey wear like a little yep. captain's hat. Oh. Absolutely do that. That mm-hmm. is, you got to bring that yeah. shit into the bedroom, Hanny. And oh, bring yeah. you like little, like, like, like little mini appetizers on a tray. And your husband That's is part the most of our like sex agreeable. Play anyway. Oh yeah, food is a huge <laughs> yeah. part of sex play. Your husband's such a sweet, agreeable little puppy that he will do anything you ask him mm-hmm. to. Look good mm-hmm. in a fucking captain's hat, though. Yeah, I'll, ma- I'll make him he those would. little stripes for the shoulders. 
Yes. Oh, he is decorated. Yeah. He's decorated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Let him park that yacht in yeah. your dock, Mama. We got to wrap this up, up in I your am, marina. <laughs> I am unreasonably horny now. Let's keep going. I feel that. I kind of am too. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So one Friday night after we'd seen a movie, we got back into the car to make out. Things were getting steamy, and I decided to give him some cheeky car park hand action. I love a car hand job. We were uh, in a Taco Bell parking lot. Oh, yeah. I have a friend, and she doesn't listen because she's, like, scared of true crime stories. I love her so much. And she gave a high school boyfriend and HJ in the back of her parents' minivan while they were driving. Epic. I always admired girls with a a pair of steel ovaries like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just Mm -hmm. epic. I think the secret Mm -hmm. is just kind of like not looking, like looking out the window. No one would suspect Mm -hmm. you're jerking him off if you're not even like Mm -hmm. looking at each other. Right, right. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, back to this confession. So he's moaning and enjoying it, and suddenly my hand gets wet and sticky. Go figure. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Thinking the obvious, I wasn't phased, but he starts pushing me away and says something is wrong. So we turn on the light, and there is blood everywhere. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. Apparently, I had cut the, quote, banjo string. No. With my nails. It's like that little tendony, sinewy part that connects, like, the base of the dick to the balls. Of the balls. Yeah. The line through the middle of the balls. The banjo string. clip your nails. Well, I have long manicured nails, and this is, like, a real fear that I have every time I am intimate with my partner. You just give them the puss, though. No, mm. I like to play with the balls. Mm. Okay. <laughs> well, be careful. Wear yeah, gloves. Be careful. Flat hand, flat hand, flat mm. hand. Like how you feed a horse. Keep exactly. that hand flat. <laughs> 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 Quote, I had never seen so much blood from such a small area. It's a vein, oh, no. is it not? Yeah. Oh, Luckily, yeah, It's a blood supply, whether it's a vein or not. But uh, it's not uh, good. That's so it's, bad. Fuck. It's, uh, luckily, the shock made him go soft. We packed <laughs> the area. No, he just had blood loss. All the blood burst out of his dick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ew. We packed the area with napkins, probably from the fucking glove compartment. Oh, yeah. And oh, he dropped Dirty napkins. glove compartment, yeah. like Burger King napkins. Those are totally. always the hand job act, uh, napkins. Yeah. The, yeah, the Taco the- Bell napkins. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're brown, the unbleached yeah. ones. <laughs> <laughs> you need like 70 of them because they don't actually absorb anything. Yeah, anything, to scrape off yeah. one drip of sour cream, yeah. you need an entire <laughs> stack of those napkins. <laughs> those Fucking napkins rude. always remind me of semen. I'm going to be honest. Yep. yep. <laughs> All right. All right. End of quote. I heard somewhere that that kind of injury never heals, but he turned out to be an asshole anyway, so I don't feel bad. (laughs) (laughs) I love when stories have a happy ending like that. Right? Mm -hmm. A literal happy ending. Yep. 
<laughs> All right. Next confession. So I have never told anyone this story because it's highly embarrassing, slightly TMI, and still gives me painful memories whenever I think about it. Good. That is Here we go. Literally our bread and butter. Send those stories. <laughs> <laughs> so, Another toothbrush vibrator. Here we go. <laughs> Shortly after my boyfriend and I started dating, we went out to dinner, then back to his place. We started getting into it, and I learned how magical a guitar player's fingers are. Yeah, oh, yeah I've fallen baby. for that trick before. <laughs> still, still not into it. I'm so turned off by mus- musicians. This is why you got to date a bass player because they just want to be in the background. They don't want to impress That's you. Good. They don't want to play yeah. you a solo. They don't want to write you a yeah. fucking song. But they still yeah. have strong fingers. But That's why I married fingers, one. And they That's let good. you be the center of attention. Yep. I'm That's the good. Mary. I'm the I bass like player. Yeah. I like that. I dated a singer once and no. he is no. just terrible idea. No. Fucking terrible. Yeah. Uh, okay. And you have to pretend to like yes. support it's the worst. You have to like sit I had to like sit there on like the edge of his fucking yep. bunk bed in his yep. dorm room and like listen to him say oh, no. I, hate, I hate listening to people sing. Hate yeah. it. And he was talented, but I hated it. Okay. He he wasn't. He I can assure you he, he was. He was really pretty. <laughs> there it is. That's what she meant by talented. <laughs> he was so beautiful. Okay. So as we finished up, I started noticing a burning sensation in no. my vagina. No. Mm-hmm. Me being the anxious person that I am, I immediately started freaking out, thinking of every situation from STIs to cancer. Just immediately happening after sexual contact. Every situation. (laughs) (laughs) It's not going to present eight (laughs) seconds after they pull out. You're okay. Fingering. None of that would happen. No. Eight seconds after fingering. Oh. Then it hit me. uh, Oh, oh. Uh-huh. I've I've had this exact uh-huh. experience. Yeah. But it's it's because the guy didn't clip his fingernails. He scratched nope. me all up. Oh it's close. Ow. It's very similar, but not exactly the same. Then it hit me. We had just come from a Cajun seafood restaurant. No, this is my nightmare. <laughs> this is my nightmare. And Bill likes to cook and he loves spicy food. Mm-hmm. And I am like, you are showering for the next 45 minutes before you mm-hmm. come near me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Where, scary. Uh, all your seafood comes from a bag and you eat yep. with your fingers. Yep. I hate things like that. I just Being don't the cra- like it. <laughs> Being the crazy people that we are, we both ordered the spiciest flavor. Apparently, we didn't realize that some of the spice was still under my boyfriend's fingernails and now inside me. No, you're just like douching milk. Yeah. To get rid of it. This has to happen all the fucking time. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. My boyfriend literally fell to the floor laughing once we realized what was wrong and laughed all night while I sat on an ice pack for hours. Oh, honey. (laughs) (laughs) But actually, a milk douche probably would have worked. Yeah, douche with some milk. Don't, the ice isn't going to do anything. Three years later, he still likes to bring it up 
and now I make sure he wears gloves oh, whenever we go to that restaurant. Oh, yeah. That's so cute. You know what? I this know. is what like wedding vows are made off of. <laughs> this is re- this is a rehearsal dinner story, not a it wedding really, day story. Oh yeah. no, I'm uh, go yeah. all in. Yeah. Put it in the vows. <laughs> okay. Next uh confession. Let me tell you a little story about how I terrorized the finance lady and why I absolutely don't feel bad about it. All right. The finance lady. <laughs> Specific. <After> my, f- <laughs> my first job after getting my bachelor's degree was at a very high-profile nonprofit. It wasn't ideal or completely aligned with my degree, but I was a little desperate, so I jumped at the job offer. I immediately knew I had made a mistake on my first day. This sounds exactly like you when you moved to Africa. Yeah, but also, <laughs> like, I would have been so grateful to get a job at an up. Like, I. True. Ugh, you were a volunteer. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was hard. I would have given my fucking kidney to go get a job at a fancy nonprofit. Anyway. Mm-hmm. First, I was the youngest specialist by 30 years. Whoa. And this is why it's impossible with a bachelor's degree to get a job at a nonprofit because yep. no one ever leaves and no one ever gets a pay raise. Mm-hmm. So they just stay working at that nonprofit forever and they're not expensive to employ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's great. All right, second, my boss warned me about my new office mate. Apparently, she had a tendency to be a little much. Oh, okay. I thought to myself, no problem. I'm an extrovert. I'm a Libra. I feel this. You can get along with friggin' anyone. (laughs) I can deal with anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. I totally get that. I get that. (laughs) Enter the finance lady. Oh, no. We'll call her Karen. Yes. (laughs) Karen was absolutely batshit. God bless her. Crazier than a shithouse rat. (laughs) While she was introducing herself, she asked me if I believed in God. Oh. Oh, While you're introducing yourself? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I told her that I grew up Catholic but no longer follow the religion. She smiled and said, don't worry, you'll find God again. Ish. That is a threat, and I would call the police. (laughs) (laughs) Karen is threatening me. (laughs) I later discovered her going through my purse. What? Oh, my God. When I reported it to my boss, he chuckled and said, I told you she was a bit much. Not okay. No. Karen was a walking HR violation. Really? To summarize, she was a racist, showered maybe once a month, thought Trump was God, watched Fox News all hours of the day at full volume, and answered phone calls, personal and work, on speakerphone. Okay, Why that is the worst she part. she have a job? Mm-hmm. hmm I was so horrified to find out that my mother answered phone calls on speakerphone for like two years. In public spaces? 
Yeah, she she like her phone settings were wrong, and she didn't know how to fix it, and no. she just answered. Phone no, calls she was on pressing the wrong button. She was pressing mm-hmm. the speaker button. Mm-hmm. Jesus, you don't have a setting on your phone that automatically answers in speakerphone. That is an, was, a deliberate act of terrorism. It was, <laughs> <laughs> and it was she really, should be arrested. I was like, what? Like, what is going? Like, it was. Oh, it was so terrible. Okay. Back to the confession. Quote, I thought about quitting daily. The whole job was miserable. And I can't tell you how many times my male co-workers would ask me to go get them coffee, even mm. though we had the same job. Mm-hmm. Jesus. There's a whole lot to unpack, but this story is about the worst and arguably the best thing I've ever done. I love when those two things or when that one thing could be either. Mm-hmm. That's a good sign. I'm ready for the this. worst, best thing you've ever done. Send us mm-hmm. the worst, best thing you've ever done. Yep. I had been at the job for almost a year. It was October, spooky season. Not only is it my birthday month, but Halloween has always been my favorite holiday. Yes. Yeah, it's the best. I started decorating early. There was a cute sparkly black flag banner, a sign that said the witch is in or out. Cute. That's, I love that's that. That's cute. And a little candy bowl that looked like a black cat with a snaggle tooth. Oh, Very tasteful. I'm sure Karen loved this. Mm. There's a photo on the black on of the, the drive. Of the kitty cat? Of the general setup. Cute. Oh, I want mm-hmm. that succulent holder pumpkin. This mm-hmm. is so fresh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 30 minutes later. I get called into my boss's office. Of course. I walk in to find him and Karen, who appeared to have been crying. (laughs) (laughs) My my boss then explains to me that Karen is very upset with my decorations. She sobs and tells me that as a Christian, celebrating Halloween is against her religion. Then don't celebrate it. I'm celebrating it. Also, I hate you. My decorations were, quote, obscene and offensive. The best kinds of decorations. Where's the problem? I had had enough, and I have no idea where I pulled it out from, but a weird calm came over me. Yes. I deadpanned and said in monotone, as a pagan, it would be against my religion to not celebrate Halloween. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Get it. You could hear a fucking pin drop in that office. She looked at me in absolute horror, <laughs> realizing that, that she cursed that she had shared an office with a pagan for a whole ass year. And then she lost it, ranting and raving about how she would not stand for this and how dare I desecrate her holy office with devil worship. Whatever, like 90% of Christian tradition comes from Mm -hmm. pagan rituals. Try telling that to a woman like this, though. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, explain to me Christmas trees. How does Jesus have to do with Christmas trees, Karen? Yeah, Karen, you bitch. Yeah, explain Easter, you bitch. Zombie Jesus coming back to eat your candy out of a bunny's asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Rabbits don't lay eggs, Karen. Right? (laughs) Am I right? That's how it works, right? (laughs) 
can we put zombie Jesus coming back to eat your children's candy out of a out bunny's of a asshole, asshole on a tote bag? <laughs> and at the top not. it says, Happy Easter from the Wine and Crime Cows. <laughs> Limited edition merch right there. Okay. So... My boss quickly ushered me out of the office and let me go home for the weekend. You see, Karen, it's illegal to discriminate against mm-hmm. religion in the workplace, and our organization was under fire for some religious bullshit, so they were uber sensitive about the subject. Plot twist, I'm not actually a pagan, but whatever. Duh. Well, duh. Yeah. <laughs> we don't care about that. <laughs> But she didn't have to know that. Knowing that she likely didn't know anything about paganism, I took some artistic liberties. If she thought my decor was offensive before, she was not ready for what was coming. <gasps> yes. yes. Bachelorette party shit. <laughs> Just little <laughs> gummy <weekend>. penises everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that weekend, I went all out. There were candles. There were fake spider webs. There was flashing purple and orange lights. There was a skeletal hand holding an eyeball. Yes. yes. <laughs> it looked like Party City threw up the dollar Halloween section on my desk. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> my late grandpa, Merlin, and I'm sorry, yes. if your grandpa's name is Merlin, you are a pagan. Yeah, you're a witch. <laughs> you're a full-blown witch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even contributed, he was the MVP, saying to tell the nutbag to stuff it and bought me two little solar dancing figurines, a skeleton who I named Hannibal and a mummy who I named Lecter. Should have named Cute. them both Karen. <laughs> Karen and Karen. I was pretty PG considering that I was balling on a budget and also not trying to give her a heart attack, although the fake blood was very tempting. Her reaction was nonetheless priceless. She came in Monday morning, opened our door, screamed, and ran down the hallway praying. No, my lord. She told my boss that she wanted me fired and wanted to call HR, but I hadn't done anything against company policy, and they could literally do nothing. Mm-hmm. I calmly sat in my boss's office while she unsuccessfully attempted to get me fired, casually sipping from coffee from my witch's brew cauldron-shaped coffee cup. <laughs> Perfect cherry on top. Signed, literally, not a witch. Yes, 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 yes. I stand literally not a witch. Yep. <laughs> right? So good. Okay, last but not least. Quote, definitely an anonymous share. My story is short and sweet. My partner and I were having sex, and it was really, really great. When we were done, I got up to go to the restroom, as I usually do, to clean my undercarriage. (laughs) (laughs) To swab the poop deck. (laughs) (laughs) While I was there, I heard her say, what is this? Uh It was dark in our room, so I came out and turned on the light, at which point we both saw she was holding a four-inch log of my shit. (laughs) Knew it. (laughs) Knew it. Which... (laughs) 
Oscars to what Lucy. What is this? <laughs> How did they shit the bed? <laughs> it happens. Which oh, no. she had been rolling around in her Ooh, hand. No. Silently wondering what it was. <laughs> Honey, no. <laughs> Sniff test. I had been so relaxed and so into our sex that I literally <laughs> pooped. I am and had so worried no that I'm going to poop while coming. <laughs> that's so that's worried. some intense shit. But even worse, <laughs> I had left it in her hand while she had been fingering me. <laughs> so she didn't notice that there was poop in her hand until after? The lights were out. She was into it. But you don't feel it? I mean, you feel something, but you don't, you don't really, like, it doesn't click what it is until the lights turn on. And then you're like, what the fuck is, oh my God. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I hope they're still together. Because I was again, just going to say that. These are like the foundations of marriage. Like Wedding if you can vows. get through this together, yeah. this goes in your vows. Oh yeah, my I mean, God. I promise to make you come so hard. You shit in my hand. Yeah. I've peed before. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's basically what squirting is anyway. Right, 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 right. Right, 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 right. I can't say that I've done either, but, you know. You haven't lived until you shit the bed. Kenny's favorite phrase. You haven't lived. You haven't lived. I hate that phrase. I'm alive right now. I don't say that. No, doesn't Zach hate that? You haven't lived. He, it's like his number one pet peeve. <laughs> people saying you haven't lived until, oh, he, oh, he like writes people off for life. That I can't say that. wait to try this out on him. I keep forgetting <laughs> that that's a tech oh, yeah. of his. Oh, yeah. Okay, time for the coroner corner. Let's mm. do it. So this is one of the ones where a lot of people sent this article to Amanda. I claimed it for mm-hmm. obvious reasons. Yup. And this is a piece of recent news that is the epitome of it was the 60s. Big time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This one was sent to me by Brenna, Lex, and a whole lot of people on Instagram, plus all the people that sent it to Amanda. So. Mm -hmm. Nice. It's from a Washington Post article. On Monday, February 17th, a contractor inspecting the foundation of a Gainesville, Florida home made an unsettling discovery. Oh. Six. Gallon-sized jars of preserved human tongues and tissues from the 1960s were stashed inside a crawl space. <gasps> oh, no. It's This was on Reddit, and the guy who was working on this house, he was like a hired person to work on this house, did a whole post on Reddit like telling this from his own words, and it was amazing to read. Incredible. I'll find it and send it to you. Uh, yeah. Alarmed, the contractor rushed back out and called 911. Good on ya. But the evidence... He said nothing to the homeowners. He literally walked out and called the cops. Oh. Silently. I probably would have, too. Yeah. That's not true. I would have taken one of the jars with me. Uh, <laughs> but the evidence doesn't seem to point to an occult ritual or a killing rampage, authorities said on Tuesday. The tongues belong to a professor emeritus at the University of Florida who had acquired them for legitimate research purposes and then forgotten all about them after his divorce. (gasps) And put them in a crawl space? We'll get to it. (laughs) Ronald A. Uh, 
gentleman, an oral pathologist, had been looking for a climate-controlled place to store <gasps> his specimens when he stashed the jars in the crawl space, the Tampa Bay Times reported. About 50 years later, his ex-wife, who still owns the house, decided to make some improvements. Yeah. Amazing. An ex- oh my God. An expert in teeth, God bless him, Bauman was hired as an assistant professor of oral medicine at UF's College of Dentistry in 1971. He served on the school's faculty until 2002, becoming a forensic odontologist and contributing to numerous scholarly articles with titles like Histologic Appearance of the Bilaminar Zone in Internal Derangement of the Temporomandibular Joint. Nailed it. Totally. Nice. He's a you nerd. Really nailed it. He's Makes a nerd. Perfect. He's a nerd. <laughs> but early in his career, Bauman wanted to do research on thyroid conditions. He told First Coast News that he had collected samples of tongues and thyroid tissues from facilities in Virginia, Illinois, and Indiana and brought them with him to Gainesville when he was hired by UF. To keep the specimens cool during those steamy Florida summers, Bauman told whatever the journal that is, he stored them in the crawl space of the ranch house that he'd purchased in a neighborhood just a few miles north of campus. These days, purchasing human remains and storing them in your home is generally frowned upon within the academic community. But the, but the labels on the jars mostly date to the late 1960s. It was the 60s when things were a little different. And you could keep a few preserved <laughs> tongues in your basement without anyone raising an alarm. No big deal. So long story short, he got bogged down with other projects and then divorced his wife in 1992 and moved out, leaving the tongues behind. <laughs> Amazing. In a crawl space. I cannot. Cha. Gainesville is a college town with its fair share of scientists, and it's not the first time that police have stumbled across preserved human remains. Quote. Yeah, the Gainesville Ripper. We've had, <laughs> we've had, oh God, we've had cases of jars of various different types of body parts before, some cop told the Tampa Bay Times. At least one other incident has led to criminal charges. In 2002, a University of Florida neurology professor was charged with illegal storage of human remains after officers responding to an unrelated domestic battery complaint noticed that he had stashed heads, brains, and arms in glass jars and food storage containers. Nice. No. Tupperware. Tupperware. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, no. Not even not even branded Tupperware, but like the off-brand Tupperware yep. that yeah. like you the keep cheap from the Chinese food restaurant. Yep. 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 The neurologist James, Joseph James Warner reportedly told police that he had been doing dissections as part of his research and later explained that he had back problems with my back that with made it back. easier to work from home. Still, he was fired. Under his house. He, he was okay. fired for taking specimens from the campus laboratory without permission. No, this is a different guy. I'm pretty sure they I were know. just in his kitchen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Incredible. He later pleaded no contest and received a year of probation in exchange for promising that he wouldn't bring home any more body parts. <laughs> wow. I promise. I triple I promise pinky I swear. Won't do it. Pinky swear. So that is what happened with those jars of tongues. I saw somewhere online, I was reading some comments, and a bunch of Karens were like, well, they didn't say anything about the baby tissue they found. 
They're talking about yeah, like aborted I mean, babies. It all comes back there, to aborted babies for some people. Just get over it. Like it, yeah. not a thing. That was there not were a baby thing. Parts. That was not a thing in this in this occurrence. Right. No. There were there were like infant specimens, but they were not like the the what was the rumor that fucking like Planned Parenthood was siphoning out baby oh, that it was like, like selling, selling baby arms. Yeah, it I don't was think, so ridiculous. I don't think there were baby specimens in here. That's what this Reddit guy who discovered it said he saw. So it's possible that he saw like he's literally said he saw like an infant face in one of the jars. Well, maybe, but it wasn't like but it wasn't like botched abortion baby parts. No, that's yeah. that's exactly what I'm yeah. saying. Is that like. That's not necessarily where that came from. Like fetuses are stillborn and and such mm-hmm. naturally all the time, mm-hmm. and then studied meticulously to see what could have caused that. So that's not mm-hmm. it's, out of the range of possibility to have had a specimen. Like this that. is this was legitimate scientific research. He just yeah, stored exactly. it in a real fishy place and then fucking really forgot dumb. about it. <laughs> blew it. Totally mm. blew it. Mm. Okay. And I love him. Oh yeah, I'm a fan. So I have one more piece for us, and this is for our little corner corner this month. I got an email from listener Kayla and Casey Baldus. Apparently, we met Casey in Des Moines. Yes. Nice. Kayla's 88-year-old great-uncle, Glenn Davis, passed away a couple of weeks ago, and she sent me this oh. article from CNN. The title reads, Man who drove a school bus for 55 years will be laid to rest in a school bus casket. Yes. There are photos Cute. on the drive, which will be on the blog. No. This is the cutest, <gasps> most wholesome thing. Oh, this casket belongs in that museum in Houston that we went to. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. so cute. Oh, my God. So Glenn Davis was arguably the best-known driver in Al of Grand Meadow, Minnesota. For 55 years, residents of his small town of 1,170 trusted him to bust their children to and from school. He was proud to say Mm. he'd never once gotten into an accident. Cute. This next next line. My next door neighbors were uh, bus drivers, but they were never my bus drivers, which I was Mm. always sad about. Yeah. This is so wholesome. I know. So this next line, this next two sentences doesn't make it, don't make any sense, but he was a school bus driver from 1949 to 2005. And then it says, it was one of the longest jobs he's ever had and perhaps his favorite. How was that not the longest job? Well, when was he born? 2009 minus 1949. Because maybe he worked. 60 years? He was a bus driver for 55 years. Yeah, and before that, he probably had dumb little jobs as like a teenager. And I I have a feeling that's a tongue-in-cheek, a tongue-in-jar Line. It better be because <laughs> unless you're living well beyond the age of 100, it better goddamn yeah. well be the longest job you've Listen, ever had. Shit. Obviously, it happens. We've been doing this for three years, and that feels like an eternity. a lifetime. Oh, this is uh-huh. the long. No, that's not true at all. Okay, so it's appropriate that David Davis will be laid to rest in a school bus yellow casket stamped with the number three, the number of the first bus he ever drove. Davis got to see, I love this, Davis got to see his custom casket five years before his death. It was a gift from Jim Hint, the owner of a local funeral home. Jealous. Oh my God, It's painted yellow with black hinges with the same lettering that appeared on Davis's 1949 school bus. 
And oh Davis, Davis loved it. Quote, oh, good gosh, I cried a few times, he told the Post <laughs> Bulletin in 2015. Oh, my heart. Hint told the paper that the bus driver had comforted his family when his 18-month-old daughter was diagnosed with cancer. Oh, my god! Hint's daughter. So Hint's daughter grew up cancer-free, and to repay the school bus driver's kindness, he gifted Davis the casket. Wow. I love the idea of gifting a casket to a living person. Yeah, because they're really expensive. So I also love that idea. But a lot of people would not love it. Oh, yeah. Davis's daughter, Lisa Hodge, initially found the present morbid, but her father's joy upon receiving it won her over. He even posed next to it in a photo for the post bulletin, which is also on the drive slash blog. Caskets are not cheap, y'all. I would be thrilled. Oh, my God. My, the box my grandma picked out for herself to have her ashes buried mm-hmm. in, it mm-hmm. is just a wooden box. Mm-hmm. And it was like $1,500. It's That's just a box. Yeah. Absurd. I don't want anything like that. I no, want- and I was like, Mom, why are we complying with her wishes? Like, we don't need to buy this box. She's not here to piss off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would like a wooden box. I want, want, I want my unembalmed corpse tossed into a wooden box that's the quality of what an eighth grader would produce wet cardboard shop class oh (laughs) particle board yes plastic bag and then put me down the toilet yeah but funeral homes can be a little bit of a racket they'd probably charge you like five hundred dollars for that plastic bag they're a huge racket anyway moving on Quote, my dad said all it's missing is an emergency exit door, Lisa said. (laughs) He farmed over 1,100 acres of land in Grand Meadow with his three brothers. He cheered for the Grand Meadow school sports team. He volunteered with Meals on Wheels to deliver food to his neighbors who couldn't leave their homes. What a sweetheart. I love this person. Lisa said he was probably Grand Meadow's biggest promoter. He just loved his town. Oh, my gosh. Driving children, driving children, their children, and their children's children around his hometown meant Davis knew nearly everyone in town. The affection he showed for them all was mutual and infectious, Hodge said. Quote, he never met a stranger. He would have met you and thought he knew you from somewhere. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so precious. His funeral will be held Friday. This is a couple of Fridays ago at a, ca- no, at a Catholic church where he volunteered for years. Stop. If he couldn't have had the service inside of a school bus, his casket may be the next best thing. <laughs> wow. No. And Kayla says, R.I.P. Uncle Glennie, may the wheels on your bus never stop. Go round and oh round. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> Kayla's oh, note it. really put it over the edge for me. I teared oh up when God. I was reading I'm this. I'm literally crying. Uncle <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Glennie. So R.I.P. Uncle Glennie in here. I love you, Uncle Glennie. I know. But but also, it would be fucking cheaper to bury a school bus than to buy a coffin. (laughs) Probably. But this was donated. (laughs) It's definitely not legal to bury a school bus, but yeah. I'm just being pragmatic. I don't want you to spend any money on my funeral. Please promise me you won't spend money on my funeral. I'm not promising you shit. I'm going to throw a huge party. I'm going to spend so much money. Easiest promise. 
I've ever made. Please just spend it on skincare. That's what I would have wanted. I'm just going to toss you into a pig pen and have them dispose of your body within minutes. Oh, That's yeah. fine. Mutually I literally exactly. yeah. am so on board. You have my blanket consent. Yep. <laughs> Yep, I love it. Jesus. All right. Wow, that was so perfect. We had some good stories this month. We really did. This was fun. I have not, I haven't cried that much since my grandma died. Oh, great. (laughs) Well, thank you for listening to Gossip at the Corpse Cart, and we will catch you next month. Yeah, we will. (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Wine and Crime. Our cover art is by Kala Yip. Music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Editing by Jonathan Camp. Check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at wineandcrimepod. If you have questions, answers, or recommendations to share, email us at wineandcrimepodcast at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, basically wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It is the best way to spread the word. If you'd like to show your support and get a shout out on air, visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the wine flowing. Cheers. Cheers.